Blog Talk Radio. All right, all right, all right, all right. Good evening, good afternoon. Greetings, greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the great God from Zion. We thank him for giving us an opportunity to come on in August. We are still here. We are still here in August the, my, 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 the 17th of August. We got about a week and a half left, and August will be all gone. Then we head into September. September is a hot month because it's it's, it's a month of trumpet blowing, trumpet blowing. The Jews are going to blow some trumpets. And when they blow these trumpets, if it correlates with the trumpets of heaven, the Lord is going to descend from heaven with a shout and remove the church from earth. And the dead in Christ will rise, and we that remain alive shall be called to meet the Lord in air. Because September, October, November are trumpet months. It's the fall season. And we're getting ready to go into the fall season, which means in gathering. Uh, if you got a garden, amen, around September and October is when you start going out in the garden, gathering the fruit that has been labored for the last four months. Well, the church has been here on earth for 2,000 years, and the conception of the church was in Acts 2. Second chapter of Acts, we will find the church was conceived and it's been on the earth for now 2,000 years, and we're entering the harvest month. We're entering the end gathering, and this is the this is the last three seasons of the year to fulfill the seven feast days of the Lord that was given to the Jews in the Old Testament, and they still stand today. They still stand today. They are being fulfilled today. The first four feast trumpets have been fulfilled. First four. The first four. What are the first four? The first four is, so number one is the Passover. Number two, the unleavened bread. Number three, first fruits. Number four, Pentecost. Those four feasts have been literally fulfilled. I want you to understand this now because it's found in Leviticus, the 23rd chapter. It tells you the four feast days of the Lord or the four feast seasons of the Lord they gave to the Jewish people for a time uh, keeper. God keeps his time with the Jewish calendar. Everything on the Jewish calendar is did in sequences and in time. And God gave the Jews four seasons of feast days that will be fulfilled at the end of the tribulation period. Only four has been fulfilled. The resurrection, the unleavened bread, the first, uh, I mean, the the, uh, crucifixion, which is the Passover. Then we got the unleavened bread. Then we got first fruits, which is the resurrection, and we got the day of Pentecost, which was the Pentecost. That was the fourth season of four feast days that have already been fulfilled. And these started way back there on Mount Sinai 
And God ran it all the way through thousand years. When Israel was at Mount Sinai, it was instituted. And from that point on until now, there's seven to be fulfilled and only four have been fulfilled. And the next three that will be fulfilled, it will be fulfilled in the fall months, the fall months. The resurrection, the crucifixion was in the spring months, April, March, April, May, and June. And then June, July, August, September. The day of Pentecost happened in June. The resurrection happened in Sometimes it happens in April and sometimes it happens in March, March and April. It, it, it varies in different years. So this year, I believe it was in April. And from that time, Jesus Christ stayed on earth for 33 and one-half years, right? After the 33 and one-half years, he fulfilled four of those. Christ did. He fulfilled four of those. That was the Passover, the unleavened bread, the resurrection, and the birth of the church. Those four have been fulfilled literally. There's three more to be fulfilled literally. These will not happen in the spring months. They wouldn't happen in the winter months. It would happen in the fall months. Guaranteed. God is a God of order. God is a God of perfection. God is a God of understanding. If you read his word and get into his word and pray over his word and want to know God's word, God is a God of order. He never make a mistake. He never stumbled. He never failed. He is God all by himself, and he's got a time capsule. He's got a time zone. And these months is coming up, September, October, November. These months coming up. Three more are going to be fulfilled. It's been 2,000 years, and they have not been fulfilled. But now we're in the area. We're in the time. We're in the last days. Everything is in order. What I mean, everything is in order. The Antichrist is alive. The, the Jews are getting ready to build a temple. They're getting ready to get the Ark of the Covenant. They're getting ready to get the priests ready. They're getting ready to get the red heifers ready. They're getting ready to get everything set up because the Jews are getting ready for so the so far. The so far is going to be blown. Woo-wee. Man, oh, they, the so far is going to be blown. And if these so fars that the Jews are going to blow, synchronize with the trumpets in heaven, listen to what I'm saying. Because it's been two thousand years and they've been blowing them they've been blowing them from 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 Mount Sinai all the way across until they were kept, taken into captivity and the temple was destroyed. And God kept them in captivity for seventy years and he said, Seventy years, I'm gonna keep you in captivity, but I'm gonna seven times that. Seventy times seventy, in other words, I'm gonna deal with you for four hundred and ninety years. You understand what I'm saying now? And these trumpets were blown, but there was no rapture. There was no catching away. There was no uh, 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 tribulation period yet. The, 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 they didn't have a temple. They wasn't in, 
They were trying to build the temple, but it wasn't the time. But in 1948, when the Jews came back into the land and they became a nation, that's when the Jews restarted the feast, the last four, the last three feasts is going to be fulfilled in the last days. We are living in the last days. We are living in a time just before the catching away of God's people. That's the church, the body of Christ, the anointed ones, those that have been baptized, those that have been washed in the blood, those that have repented of their sins and looking for the return of Jesus Christ. There's a lot of people saved, but they're not looking for the return of Jesus Christ. Because you don't look for the return of Jesus Christ, that don't mean that you ain't going to be caught up in the rapture. Because the Bible says, whoever believes and is baptized shall be saved. Whoever believes not shall be damned. So you could be a Christian, but you might not believe the rapture is going to occur at a certain time because people got different views. And since they got different views, that won't hinder you from being raptured because if you've been washed in the blood of the Lamb and you have repented of your sins, you are a candidate for heaven. Uh, 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 uh. Don't say because you go to church for 40 years, because you sang in the choir, because you've been preaching for so many years, that don't mean you're going to heaven. You've got to be born again. You've got to be born again. You've got to have a change of life. You've got to have a change of attitude. You've got to have a change of thought. Everything that you think should be thinking in holiness and in, 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 in like Christ. This mind that's in me now, he said, the mind that I have now is not my mind. It's the mind of Christ. It's the mind of Christ. And when the Holy Spirit comes in and you grow in grace, Amen. You go through trials and temptations. You have pitfalls, and you work your way on up until maturity. And as you mature, the stronger you get, the more convinced you get about the Word of God. And so now we're in a position now that the church is sleeping. The church is slobbering. People don't believe. They really don't believe Christ is on his way. They don't believe that he's right on near. He's nearer than you think he is. And so this evening, we're going to talk about the times and what would happen and what things must what things must be going on before the trumpets can blow. Praise God, praise God. And we know the trumpet in the Bible represents a day of awe, a day of judgment, a day of repentance, a day of, of expectation, and the next great, the next great, the next great expectation that the world is not aware of that the churches are not aware of, that the preachers are not aware of, that, that members in the church is not aware of, is the removal of the body of Christ at the time of the months that is going to happen. It's going to happen between September, October, and November. Why? Because these are the fall months. These are the, the three months that these three feast days have not been fulfilled. I'll go back. Passover has been fulfilled. Unleavened bread been fulfilled. First fruits have been fulfilled. Day of Pentecost been fulfilled. All four of them have been fulfilled. Now, since Jesus has been gone for 2,000 years, the church age has been on the earth for 2,000 years. From the day of Pentecost, until the rapture of the church, the church will be on this earth for about 2,000 years. And since it's been on here 2,000 years, it's time for harvest. 
Harvest can only happen in September and October and November. Don't that make sense? God is a God of order. God would, the rapture could never happen in January. It could never happen in February. It could never, never happen. Ooh, March. It not, could never happen in April or May or June or July or August. But it can happen in September, October, or November. One field of month. Most likely, the rapture of the church, a way that God got it set up, the rapture of this church will happen in the month of September. Don't know what day, don't know what hour, don't know what minute, don't know nothing about that. Don't know what year, but I can tell you, when it do happen, it's going to be absolutely happening in September, whether this year or next year. If it don't happen this year, if Christ don't come this year, and the trumpets don't, and the trumpets blow, and the church is not taken away from the earth in a moment of a twinkling of an eye. We got another year to go around to next September, 2024. Do you understand what I'm saying? So this year, according to Bible prophecy, being fulfilled. Everything just about has been fulfilled. Everything up to the rapture. After the rapture, there is another seven years to be fulfilled according to the book of Revelation. And that is the tribulation period. The tribulation period is the last seven years that God is going to use to judge the world. He's going to judge the world. And the world cannot be judged until the removal of the church. Once the church leaves, then God is going to go to the Israel and reestablish their mission that they have to do. Israel got a job to do during the tribulation period. I said Israel got a job to do during the tribulation period. The tribulation period is a period in which God promised the Jew that he would deal with them 490 years. And the only thing that has not been fulfilled is God has only dealt with Israel 483 years. So 483 years, add seven years onto that, and you get 490 years. That's the fulfillment that God said he would deal with the Jew. The last seven years will be the fulfillment of the 483 years, add seven years onto that, that God is going to use the Jew to preach the gospel of the kingdom. That will be what God promised the Jew, that he would deal with them because the Jews are going to preach the gospel of the kingdom. Woo! Hallelujah. Praise God. And since the Jews are going to preach the last seven years, the church cannot be here because the church preached the gospel of grace. The Israelites or the Jewish people are going to preach the gospel of the kingdom. 
they will be telling the world that Jesus Christ died, he rose again, and he's coming back to set up his millennial kingdom. That's going to be the message. The world is going to hear that. They're going to see that. They're going to witness that. They are going to hear that for seven long years. They're going to hear it from 144,000, and they're going to hear it from two prophets. These two prophets is Moses and Elijah. They will come back in the latter part of the three and one-half years, and they will preach 1,260 days every day, every year, for three and one-half years, and the world will witness it, and many people will receive Christ, and they're going to hear the 144,000. They're going to preach the first part of the three and one-half years, and they're going to preach, they're going to preach, they are going to preach until John said, I saw a number that no man could number, and he asked one of the elders, who are these and where did they come from? Where did these people come from? Because when the church is raptured up, there won't be one saved person on this earth, not one saved, until God sealed 144,000, and they are going to be redeemed by the blood of Jesus Christ, and then they are going to preach for three and one-half years, and out of that three and one-half years, the whole round world, the whole round world, 25,000 miles in circumference, spinning at 17.4 miles a second, and it's moving right now. You don't even know it. We're carrying 7.8 billion people, and they tell me right now the world is not even looking for the return of Jesus Christ. They are not looking for the rapture of Jesus Christ. They are not looking for the Antichrist, but he is here on the earth, and he cannot come on the earth and be revealed to mankind until the rapture of the church, because the rapture of the church is a hindrance to the Antichrist, and the Antichrist can come until what? The body of Christ is removed, and when the body of Christ is removed, then the Antichrist will rise. Guess what? The Antichrist is alive right now in work, in Western Europe. That's where he's at. That's where he's at, my friend. I'm telling you the truth, nothing but the truth. Through the word of God, the Antichrist is coming from Western Europe. He will be the head of NATO. He would be the head of the ten kings, the ten horns, the ten crowns, and the ten toes. He will master the world to go into one world government. He will be the dictator of the ages. He will be the antichrist, anti-God, anti-holiness, anti-righteousness. He will be against all righteousness, all perfection. He will be against God. He will be against the Christ. He will be against anything that concerns the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. That's why he called the antichrist. What country is he coming from, Brother Bazaar? Brother Bazaar been studying this word of God for, what, 58 years. Of course, I, before I was called to preach, I loved the Bible. When I was like 12 years old and 10 years old, I used to read the Bible, but one book I always read. I always read the 19th chapter, the 11th verse of Revelation, the white horse. I always read that, and I stuck with that, and I figured it out. 
when I got old enough or called into the ministry, I understand what that man was saying when he said, Behold, I see heaven open, and I see one ride on a white horse, and his eyes was flame of fire, and his hair on his head was white like wool. And he said, When he spoke, a sharp two-edged sword come out of his mouth. I recognize that is Jesus Christ at the second coming when he comes back to earth and lands his feet on the top of the Mount of Olives. But right now, he's getting ready to rapture the church. When he raptures the church, he's not coming completely to earth. He will be suspended in the air, in the heavens, in the zodiac, in the cosmos, and he will call the church home. And those that are in Christ, those that know Christ, those that love Christ, those that have been baptized with the Holy Ghost and washed in the blood of Jesus Christ, they're going to hear a sound of a trumpet, and this trumpet going to sound so loud that it's going to wake up the dead, and we're going to be called to meet the Lord in the air. <clears throat> So what are we waiting for? The Bible said, Jesus said, when you see these things, look up for your redemptions draw not. What things is Jesus talking about? What is he talking about these things? Well, he's talking about the return of Jesus Christ and the signs of the end time. In the 21st chapter of what? Luke. He said, take heed that no man deceive you. For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ. It's being fulfilled now. There are many men on the earth today, in the past, in the future, that's going to claim that they are Jesus Christ. He said, for many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ. And the time draweth near. The rapture is drawing near. Go ye, go ye not therefore after them. Don't follow these clowns. Don't follow these monkeys. These are monkeys. These are guys that's trying to take the place of Christ. These are men that call themselves God Almighty. He said, go not after them. This is a sign of the last days. Be very careful as to whom you follow. But when you shall hear of wars and commotion, be not terrified. When Israel rejected Christ, this subject subject the world to some 2,000 more years of terror. For these things must first come to pass, which in effect have characterized the world from then until now. But the end is not yet by and by. In other words, when you see these things coming, we know we're at the end, but the end is not yet by and by. means that the, that the end is not immediately. In other words, when the rapture of the church comes, that's not the end of the world. Rapture of the church comes, there's another seven years of judgment that will fall on the earth. There's another seven years of judgment that will fall on the earth. That is called the seventh week, spoken by Daniel the prophet. The tenth verse says, Then said he unto them, Nation shall rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. Refers to the immediately proceeding of the great tribulation. And on into the particular time period. 
a great earthquake shall be in divers places, famines and pestilence and fearful sights, and great signs shall be from heaven. These things will take place on the particular scale during the great tribulation. So it's going to build up. It's already building up. It's building up all over the world. We're getting wars. We're getting earthquakes. We're getting pestilence. We're getting volcanoes. We're getting storms. We're getting floods. We're getting everything is out of context. Things are messed up. Men, fires, everything is messed up because Satan knows that he ain't got no but a short time, so he's raising hell now to try to deceive the world. He said, but all these things, they shall lay their hands on you and persecute you, deliver you up to the synagogues and into prison, being brought before the kings and rulers for my name's sake. The tribulation period is going to get bad because there's Christians now that are suffering for the cause of Christ. They're being killed. They're being drowned. They're being burned. But during the tribulation period, it's going to be hell on earth. And those that stand for Christ will die. If you make a stand for Christ and love Christ and repent of your sin and accept Jesus Christ during the tribulation period, you're going to have to face death. You will be killed. You will be beheaded. You will be tortured. You will be ostracized to get you to reject Jesus Christ because the Antichrist will come and he will start a number system. He will start a insert system. He will start a mark of the beast system in the middle of the tribulation. And anybody that receives the mark of the beast, now listen to this, anybody that received the mark of the beast on their forehead or in their index finger between their thumb and their index finger called a computer chip and this chip this computer chip is inserted into your skin into your flesh and when you receive this mark you you are saying to yourself and to your soul and to your spirit that you believe that this false christ that's going to come is Jesus Christ because he is telling people, if you don't receive the mark of the beast, you will not be able to buy and sell. So majority of the world is going to take the mark because they don't want to be excluded from being commercialized to being able to do your business. So they will receive the mark in their forehead or in their index finger between their thumb and index finger. And once you receive this mark, your soul will be damned forever. You will suffer the lake of fire forever because you have rejected the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ by faith. And the only reason that people will accept this Antichrist is because they will see him and he will put down the executive order that if you don't receive the mark of the beast, you will be hauled away and killed and buried or burned or used the guillotine some way to excommunicate you off the face of the earth. But if you put your faith in Jesus Christ, you will be beheaded, but yet still you will be beheaded, but your soul, the minute you be executed, will be what? Transported to heaven's glory. <coughs> Did you hear what I said? Excuse me. <clears throat> Transported to heaven's glory by what? By faith that you have that this Antichrist is not Jesus Christ. He's the devil in the flesh. And you reject 
his plan to get you to see, and by you rejecting his plan and receiving Christ, you will receive eternal life. This eternal life can only come by faith. You got to hold, put your whole self in Jesus Christ, that he died and rose again, and he's, he loves you, and you want to accept him as your Lord and Savior. So during the tribulation period, it's going to be hell on earth. Don't forget it. Hell on earth is going to be there. So what we got? We got 21st chapter of St. Matthew. It says, settle it therefore in your hearts not to meditate before what you shall answer. For I will give you a mouth and wisdom, which all your adversaries shall not be able to gainsay nor resist. And you shall be betrayed by both by parents and brothers and kinfolks and friends, and some of you shall be called to be put to death. Man, your whole household is going to turn against you. You are going to be caught in the middle of disaster, rebellion, deceitful. You are going to have to make an ultimate decision. And the ultimate is decision is if you reject Christ and receive the mark, your soul is damned. If you accept Jesus Christ and refuse by faith, you will be what? You will be escorted to the glories of heaven. Why? Because this same Jesus that died on the cross for you, you have put your faith in him, and by you putting your faith in him, not going for the world riches, not going for the partying, not going for the things that the world has to offer you, and you're willing to suffer for the cause of Christ, and they kill you, they shoot you, or they give you the guillotine, the minute you die, your soul will be captivated by the blood of Jesus Christ through the Holy Spirit and escort you right into the glories of heaven. So let me tell you, if you lose, it'll be your fault. And Satan said, I got to get you in the corner. And the devil right now is working on what? He's working on the religious world, the political world, and the uh, uh, economical world. So he can get control of what? All three entities. He can get control of everything. If you got money and another person don't have money or don't have the rights to do, they'll, they'll sell their soul to get a meal. They'll sell their soul to, to, to do a business at a bank. They'll sell their soul to have the, uh, the prerogative to have business. But if you reject that mark, you won't have the prerogative to have anything, but you'll put your faith in Jesus Christ. And I guarantee you, I guarantee you, when you wake up, your soul will be with Christ in the glories of heaven. But now, 21st chapter of Matthew gives us a picture. What's going to happen before the rapture to fulfillment? Well, most of the stuff has been fulfilled. Everything just about has been fulfilled up to the rebuilding of the temple. That's a, that's the most unique event that's getting ready to happen because the Jews are measuring it. They got the Ark of the Covenant. They got the five red heifers. They got the priests. 
They got all the things planned out to build a temple to use it for the old sacrificial office as they did in the Old Testament, but Judaism is no longer in power. Judaism was done away with when Christ dropped his head between the locks of his shoulder and gave up the ghost and went down into the bowels of hell and preached to those in prison and come up on the third day morning with all power in heaven and earth in his hand. Now Jesus Christ can save your soul from sin because bulls and goats and turtle doves and lambs and sheep cannot save you. There was only a covering and the time that Jesus Christ will fulfill his burial, death, and resurrection. Now he's in heaven and he's saving. Jesus Christ is saving souls today. Don't let nobody fool you. The devil's losing. You know who's losing? I'll tell you who's losing. Satan is losing. His demons are losing. Nephilim's are losing. All the wicked spirits are losing. And guess what? If you stay with Lucifer, if you reject Jesus Christ, you're a loser. You're going to lose what? You're going to lose your soul. Why? Because Jesus Christ is the only one can save your soul. If he's the only one to save your soul and you know you need saving, you ought to fall on your knees right now and plead on the Lord Jesus Christ and thank him for dying for you because the devil ain't going to die for you. He ain't going to do nothing but what? Kill Rob and destroy. We are living just before the rapture of the church. We're living in, we can really go into the fall months. The fall months means in gathering. The fall months in means bringing the fruit together, bringing all the, the, the garden stuff together and bringing it in. And God said, this is the month that I'm going to use to remove the body of Christ. I ain't going to move it in January, February, March, April, May. I'm not going to blow no trumpets because you know something? The only time the trumpets are blown is in the last three, what? The last three feast days. The first four feast days, there was no trumpet blown. When Christ died on the cross, listen to what I'm saying. When Christ died Amen. on the cross, there was no trumpet blown. It wasn't blown. No trumpet was blown because there was no end gathering. Did you know when he put him in the grave, there was no trumpet blown? And Amen. That was, that, was the un, that was the unleavened bread. When he laid in the grave, nobody blew a trumpet. When he was in there for three days and three nights, nobody blew a trumpet. Why? Because there was no end gathering. Guess what? The resurrection. Guess what? Nobody blew a trumpet. Amen. He came down and opened up the tomb, and Jesus Christ came out that tomb, and he said, now, good God Almighty, he said, now, i got all power, all power in heaven and earth in my right hand. In other words, what he was saying, now I can save souls. I can right. save the liar. I can save the drunkard. I can save the whoremonger. I can save the, the prostitute. I can save uh, the homosexuals. I can save the lesbianism. I can save your soul from sin, death, hell, and the grave. No trumpet was blown. Good God Almighty. Why? Amen. Because there was no end yet. The Feast of Pentecost. Guess what? When the Jews was in Jerusalem, nobody blew a trumpet. 
You know what Jesus told the disciples before he left? He said, go back down in Jerusalem. He didn't say, go He said, go back down in Jerusalem and wait for the promise of the Father. For he shall endure you with power from on high. And when you receive this power, I want you to be a witness for me to the utmost parts of the earth. Guess what? Nobody blew a trumpet. Nobody blew a trumpet. But they tell me they heard a sound from heaven and a mighty rushing wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting, and they all, good God Almighty, they all were filled with the Holy Ghost. And when they they went outside, they didn't have no trumpets, but they told the world, Jesus Christ, that you crucified and hung on the tree. Jesus Christ, the one you beat up at Pontius Pilate's door front, the, 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 the Christ that you spit on, the Christ that you put a crown of thorns on their head, the Christ that you nailed to Calvary's cross, the Christ that you put in a borrowed grave, the Christ that you let him stay down there for three days and three nights, the Christ that got up on the third day morning with all power in heaven and earth is coming to your hearts and coming to your mind. Now go out into the world and preach the gospel. That's what the church was supposed to do. And that's what the church is not doing today. They ain't preaching no gospel. They're preaching trash. They're preaching motivation speeches. They're preaching celebrations and banqueting. They're preaching anniversaries. Amen. How much money I got. They're preaching this. They're preaching that. They ain't preaching Christ. And when they don't preach Christ, guess what? Good God Almighty, the devil just come on in with his suitcases. He come in with tractor trailers and bulldozers. And he just bulldozers, bulldozers on through the church thinking he's going to destroy the church. But he can't destroy the church because Jesus already laid down that revelation. He said, up on this rock, I'm going to build my church. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. But they tell me no trumpet was blown. No trumpet was blown. But every year, good God Almighty, every year, when September comes, the Jews literally blows the sofar every September. This is the first time a trumpet was used on Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, and the Feast of Tabernacles. They will blow trumpets when this year comes to part. When this come up, they're going to blow the trumpet. But they can't blow the trumpet yet until the Jews get the temple together. They can't blow the trumpet until the Antichrist is full grown. He is full grown now. Guess what? He's 55 years old. Good God Almighty. And the Antichrist is alive, and he's waiting for one event. He can't do nothing. Good God Almighty. He can't do nothing until the body of Christ is removed from this planet. And there ain't going to be no half-rapture. There ain't going to be no rupture. There ain't going to be nothing but the, but the, but the born-again believers washed in the blood looking up because I'm looking up every day. Good God Almighty, and I see one day I'm going to fly away. Some glad morning when this life is over, I'm going to fly Amen. away. Let me tell you something. Look at this here. I'm going to let, let, <clears throat> let the brother come on in here. And then, but from, from, from the book of Exodus all the way over to Revelation, we will find out that the trumpets around Jericho, there could nothing happen until they blew the trumpets. They blew it seven times, walked around the seven, uh, city seven times. They did it in se- uh, one week's time, and the Lord said, now, don't you say nothing 
Don't you mumble. Don't you grumble. Go back to your quarters and go back again the next day. They did that for seven days. And he said, don't you blow nothing until the last day. And they tell me they blew the trumpets on the seventh day. I don't know how they blew it, but I believe they blew it seven times, seven times, seven times. And when they blew it, the seventh blow, guess what? The walls of Jericho fell in. And the Jericho were destroyed. But yet and still, yet and still, somebody had the trumpet. And they answered the call. And that's Rahab. Rahab had heard about Israel. And they told the spies. She told the spies, don't y'all let me leave this city until you come and get my family. And I will put a red scarlet in the window. And when you, where you see that red scarlet, that's my quarters. Come and get me. Don't you know God raptured Rahab out the city of Jericho before it was destroyed? Good God Almighty. One person and her family were saved out of Jericho. Don't you tell Amen. me the rapture is going to happen at the end of the tribulation period. The rapture is going to happen in the middle of the tribulation period. And the rapture is going to happen at all. Let me tell you, the rapture is getting ready to happen. And it's going to happen. Uh. 95.5. I believe that. Trump is going to blow this September. You can you can call me crazy. You can call me you can call me a nutball. You can call me anything you want to do. But I'm looking for the return of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ because everything is on the table. Let me tell you, Israel is on the table. The the, the temple's on the table. They tell me the the the, the five heifers is on the table. They tell me Russia is on the table. They tell me China is on the table. They tell me the Euphrates River is on the table. Good God Almighty. Listen to what I'm saying. They tell me the world is going to get so bad that they tell me it's going to be unfit to live in. What you talking about? Look at the world. Look how we live it. Look what the world is doing. They're taking little old five and six-year-old girls and they captivating them. They're using them for prostitution. They're using them for baby sacrifices. They're using them for their sex egos. They're using them for everything but to the glory of God. And God is getting sick of it. Look at our marriages. Our marriages are Amen. messed up. Oh, it's a sick call. Look at our men. They're having babies and then they run off. They run off to Timbuktu and say it's not there. We got more unborn, un, un, no, fatherless babies now than ever in human history because they're just oh, making man, babies. Wow. And they oh, tell man. me, good God Almighty, they tell me diseases are breaking out again. They tell me Corona is trying to make a comeback, but that's all right. I'm not worried about it. You can name all the diseases that you can think of, but I'm not worried about it because the Bible says when you see all these things come to pass, when you see the automobile running across the highways and byways, when you see traffic jams, that's no, that's Nahum, man. Nahum talking about that. And Nahum said, when you see the fairy chariots running through the streets, we got over a billion automobiles a day, and they're going to and fro. And they tell me in Nineveh, there were so many chariots in the streets, people were getting run over by them. Good God Almighty. Wow. And Nahum said, it's a day for preparation. And what he was saying judgment was coming. Good God Almighty, don't you know
know right after Nahum made that prophecy, Nineveh fell, and good God Almighty. Don't you know we got chariots today? We got chariots in Illinois. We got chariots in Mississippi. We got cars over the highway, super highway. We got highways running above us. We got highways running below us. We got highways running on shore, and they're still building highways. And we got automobiles here and there, all kind of automobiles, and they're having a whole lot of jostle in the street. And the Bible says the carcasses will lay in the street. Don't you know when the tribulation comes, there's going to be Amen. traffic jams around the world. People ain't going to be able to travel. Why? Because there's going to be airplane crashes. There's going to be people missing their loved ones. There's going to be people pulling hair out their head. There's going to be people going nuts. There's going to be people taking drugs, trying to get off the high. We're going to have a fantastic uh, time. And that's after the rapture of the church. And we can see some amen. of them now because people are losing their mind. They have no sure. sense of what's going on in the world today. They're going back into the they're going back into the fall month. And everybody's now is trying to get everything in before it gets cold because when it gets cold Amen. you can't party you can't go out on the beach and you can't take off your clothes and lay in the sunshine good god almighty mm-hmm. some people just don't pay attention and the reason why church folks are so slowful because folks are not concerned about their soul they're not concerned about hell they're not concerned about heaven and most of all they're not concerned about Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is the only hope that man can be redeemed. Jesus Christ is the one that's coming back in clouds. Jesus Christ is coming back out the holy church. He ain't coming back out no black church. He's not coming out no white church. He's not coming out no Jewish church. He's not coming out no Puerto Rican church. He's coming out the church without a spot or wrinkle. All nationalities, all kindreds and nations will be gathered around the throne of the living God, and there we'll get our rewards. I'm going home, man. Shoot. I got my suitcase back. Woo! Good God, all <laughs> I'm not worried about this world affair. I'm not concerned about who won the football game, basketball game. I'm not worried about church programs. I'm not worried about that. That's not my concern. My concern, are you born again? Do you know Jesus? If you yeah. don't know Jesus, you in serious trouble, brothers and sisters. Listen to me out there. I'm not playing with you. I love you. I'm concerned about you. I only got a few more. Ooh, I don't know. I got a few more weeks to do this. I don't know. And I've been feeling very mighty funny. Mm-mm. I, I, the Lord's trying to tell me, say, your job is almost up. And, and whenever the Lord tell me that, I listen to it. And that's why I'm going to try to be on every, every time I come on. I'm going to explain Amen. Amen. how close we are. I'm serious. You don't have to take no collection from me. You don't have to take no collection from Brother Jackson. We ain't Amen. out for money. We ain't out for fame. We ain't out for no pat on the back. Come on, listen to me. Go tell your mama. Go tell your daddy. Go tell your brother in prison. Go tell your, your son. Go tell your, your brother out there on the street on drugs. Man, you better get right. Jesus Christ is getting ready to come back to this earth. And he ain't playing. Amen. He is serious as a heart attack. And if I was around you, I'd be telling, trying to tell everybody, come on, man, you better get ready. I'm going to tell you one thing. These trumpets are getting ready to be blown. They're going to be blown on the earth by the Jews. And I'm going to give it to the brother right now. 
when these trumpets are blowing, that's one of the sounds. And then another one's going to be a, a long, he's going to blow real long. And there's, there's, four, there's four ways they can blow that trumpet. And each, each, each way that they blow it represents repentance, represents a day mm. of law. It represents a day of judgment. <laughs> it represents a day of ingathering. This is where they ingathering in. The last, the, the, the first four was about salvation, delivered from sin. Now, the horns and the trumpets are going to be blown for deliverance because you, if you've been redeemed and when the trumps blow, guess what? Down, down, down in your soul. Good God Almighty. Mm. If the Holy Ghost is down in your soul, I mean in your spirit of your spirit, I mean when they blow that trumpet and heaven's going to synchronize with the earthly trumpets with the Jews, and guess what? When that trumpet sound goes, it's going to penetrate your soul until it calls you out of your body. And when you come out of this body, you're going to get a brand new body. You're going to be translated. You're going to be renewed. You're going to be take off this old corruption, this old sinful flesh that you've been carrying around for 50 or 40 years, and you're going to be changed in a moment of twinkling eye, and we're going to zoom we're going to zoom through the territory of satanic demons. Why? Because the demons in first and second heaven. We're going to go past the Satan's kingdom, and we're going to look at him. Ha! Hey, look at you. We're going up when Satan got to come down. Listen to me, brothers and sisters. The rapture is almost here. There's nothing else in Scripture. And I know what I'm talking about. It's nothing else in Scripture because everything is already set in order. From 1948 to 2023, the only thing now that can be fulfilled is the rapture because it's time for the Antichrist to come. The Jews are looking for him. And if the Jews are looking for the Antichrist, which they think is Christ, is looking for him, the church folks ain't even looking for Jesus Christ. Ain't that pitiful? Amen. That's, that's, so, that's, that's, that's so pitiful. You that's think you're going to live another 30 or 40? The Lord not dead to you today. You can fall over and die. They can plant you in the grave tomorrow, and you try to push Amen. up the daisy, and if your soul is not saved. I say that they be easy. If you're not saved, watch in the blood, you're going to lift your eyes up in hell. And that's a sad story. Mm-hmm. They, can't even make, they can't even make a song about hell. I, I, say, I, mean, I, can say, I can say, don't go to hell. Please don't go to hell. If you go, you'll be there forever. Burning and yearning and crying and try to die. Oh, don't, don't go to hell. That don't sound good. But yet still people say, I don't care. Jesus loves you out there. You need Christ in your life. Amen. You need to come, you need to, come to him right now. I ain't playing with you. And if I had to fight, I'd fight for your soul through prayer. I pray tonight, Lord, whoever listened to this, Lord, grab them. Grab them. Okay. Grab them until you can snatch them out of the flames of hell's fire because the devil don't care about you Amen. going to hell. 
That's he right. don't care about right. going to heaven. He can't get there no more. He's done. Amen. Put a biscuit on the stove and turn that sucker up to 400 degrees and cook that biscuit. <laughs> he's going to cook. He's going to cook worse than that. He's going to cook forever. Mm-hmm. And if you want to go with him, and if you do go, and it will be nobody's fault but yours. It ain't going to be right. my fault. It ain't going to be Brother Jackson's fault because he ain't going to compromise with you. God ain't going to compromise with you. And Brother Bazaar ain't going to compromise you. You need to get your heart right with the Lord. I don't care how long you've been going to church. You can go to church until your face looks like the front door of the church you go to. You still Mm. got to be born again. Go ahead, brother. Work with it. Praise his name. Amen, brother. Awesome word. Amen. Amen. Paul. Apologize, Amen. That's all right, brother. That's okay. Amen. So glad I'm able to make it on. Amen. God is good all the time. All the time, God is good. Amen. Amen. We are looking for the great by and by, which is the (laughs) gathering together of the saints. Amen. Amen. I believe. Amen. I don't know what you believe. Amen. Amen. You know, people are saying that, no, there ain't no gathering together. I don't know how they come to that conclusion. Me neither. Some say, some say you don't know when the gathering together is. We understand that. The Bible says no man knows the day or the hour. Yeah. There are some things that you cannot ignore. Amen. The day and time on, that we are in. Amen. There's just some things that uh, didn't happen 50 years ago, 100 years ago. Uh, thousands of years ago, certain certain things just was not possible. There's too many events that points that we are close to the return of our Lord and Savior. Amen. And Amen. one thing I know, brothers, those that try to say that um, there is no gathering together or it's not going to happen before the tribulation, they can never interpret the scriptures that we provide to say he's going to come back before the tribulation. Either they can't in, either they can't provide interpretation, or they don't have an answer for it. And then they like to use and say, "Well, scholars, well, what scholars? What scholars are you talking about? <laughs> well, these people that you listen to, what scholars? They probably not scholars, no way. You gotta be careful who you listen to. Amen. That's right. Amen. Amen. So. Amen. I want to talk about some things. Amen. The resurrection. Amen, brother. Amen, brother was talking about salvation and the resurrection and the return of the Lord and Savior. Amen. There's so many theories across the planet. There's so many wars and rumors of wars. Amen. We've seen a lot of things happen. Amen. In this world. We talked about how many people die per day on this planet. Some hundred, some thousand people. Hundred plus thousand people die every day on this planet. Amen. So that means in, uh, last week to now, probably close to a million people has left this world. That's insane. That is a lot of people, brother. I never thought about people, that. A lot of people, brother. Amen. And, and only within the last couple of weeks have I did the math. I've always thought about it, but I've never did the math on it and didn't really realize there are so many souls that are leaving this earth lost. Lost. Lost, amen. No chance of returning. That's right. That's right. 
No chance of returning back to this side to see their family, the mother, the fathers, the brothers, the sisters, the children, the loved ones, the friends. Once you leave this world, you go. And the Bible says, only what you do for Christ shall Come last. Come Amen. on. Amen. Don't, don't nothing else matter. Not how famous you were. Come on, Not how many friends you got. Not how many likes you got on social media. Not on how many uh, viewers you have and subscribers you have. Not how much money you got. Amen. Not how many videos you've made. Nothing matters but what you do for Christ. Come on, Amen. I want to talk about real quick. I want to go to the book of 1 Corinthians, the 15th chapter. All right. Got I it. want to talk about some things, Amen, brother. I want and, and uh, I just want to talk about some things tonight, Amen. Pray for me, All Amen. Right. right. As Thank I you, pray Lord. for you, Amen. Love me as I love I you, Amen, brother. You right. I need it, Amen. I'm gonna try not to take up too much time, Amen. Bro, but let me know if I. Amen. All glory be to God, then. And I want to address a few uh, a few things. Amen. Amen. I'm just, certain things that I'm hearing is that so many people are not clear. And I know that you and I, brother, we have been as, you know, we, we've been crystal clear for as long as we've been teaching. And amen. I try to teach very elementary. In other words, I make I try to make my teaching so simple that that a child can understand. I know for a fact that Come I've on, done that. Amen. Because I've had kids that now grown come and tell me thank you, and they understand my teachings. Amen. So I know if a child can understand what I teach and what Elder Bazaar teach, anybody should be able to understand what we teach. Amen. So what Come on. What I want Simplicity. to address, simplicity yeah. is it, brother. It is it. Hey, man, let's go to, I said First Corinthians, the 15th chapter. So let's go ahead and start there. We'll just, we got to start somewhere. So let's just start there. First Corinthians, the 15th chapter. Amen. All right. Amen. Amen. I'm going to read verse 13 just for kicks. Go ahead. Work with it. Amen. It says, but if there be no resurrection <laughs> of the dead, then is Christ not risen. First thing and foremost that we must understand, that there is life after death. You can get out of your head that when you die, this is it. You're going to have all the fun you want. There's no consequences. There's no hell to pay. That this is just it. Mm-hmm. That's simply not true. When you die and leave this world, you will go somewhere. Come Amen. You're you going to go, go somewhere. somewhere. You're either going to go to heaven or not try to be ugly, but you're going to go to hell. That's just it. Amen. Come on. Amen. Or your soul, is gonna, your soul will go to heaven with God. Paul's addressing. He said, if there be no resurrection of the dead, then Christ is not risen. So in order for the dead, so notice notice the reason that Paul calls it the dead. He's speaking in the aspect as if Christ hasn't risen. 
That's why he says, if if there be no resurrection, uh-huh. speaking as if as if the resurrection is not possible. What Paul is referring to in this verse is both the resurrection of who? All. Both yeah. the, the justified and the unjust. This is who he's referencing. Because remember, the only way that Christ could raise the saints to live again is that he had to be raised. And the only way that he could raise the those that were the, that were not justified, that were not saints, in other words, the the non-believers to be judged at the great white throne judgment, Christ had to be what risen, and that's why when he went down to the grave, Amen, it was done, it was finished. <laughs> their their fate was sealed when Christ raised from. In other words, that means hell wasn't the ending point. Now you're going to be judged and cast into the lake of fire. Come now on. Now go with me over to Daniel, the 12th chapter. Daniel. Amen. All right. So what I'm trying to get you to understand is that there is a resurrection. There, there is, is life after death. Amen. Let me tell you something. Those folks that didn't believe in God, didn't believe in Christ, you best believe they wish that they can come back and tell you, Get your soul right. Whatever you do, don't come back. Come Whatever on, Whatever you do. Like the brother said, you can go to Dallas. <laughs> you can go you to go. Houston. You can go to Warren, Ohio. Yeah. You can come to Lubbock, Texas. Come on. <laughs> you can go to come New on, York City. You can go to Las Vegas, Nevada. Come on, man. Up. Man, you go to London. <laughs> You can go to Kenya if you want to. You can go to Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. Come on, like. man. Look, look at you. Look at you. Man, you can even go to Timbuktu. <laughs> Come on. But whatever you do, don't, don't go to hell. Don't go to hell. Don't go to You hell. can laugh about it. There are yeah. people that laugh about this all the time. But when they die and they find it is no laughing matter. No laughing matter, brother. Amen. No laughing matter. Let me tell you something. It sure isn't. No laughing matter. So I said that to say this. I want you to know that there will be a resurrection. Amen. There is a resurrection of those that have died. See, when, when Christ raised Lazarus from the dead, that was not a resurrection. The resurrection means that you're going to be resurrected to a new state. He resurrected into a new state, but he went back to the grave. Yeah. See, when Christ raised the saints from the dead, he said that we're going to be raised incorruptible. And then he said that, amen. Then over in Daniel, it talks about how some of us will be raised what? To everlasting life. And some to shame and everlasting contempt. Yes, so sir. you must understand, in order for Christ to have this power, he had to have what? Victory over death and hell. He had to have victory yeah, over the grave. But at the time yeah. he raised Lazarus from the dead, he did not have that victory at that time. Amen. He didn't have Come victory at that time. So now... Watch what it says over in Daniel 12 and 2. Daniel 12, 12 chapter verse 2 says, And many of them that sleep in the dust 
of the earth shall awake. What Daniel is prophesying means that it will happen, it will come to pass. He's saying that every soul that has been born on this earth and walked this earth that had a soul, whether you died as a one-year-old child or whether you died as a 100-year-old man or woman, he's saying that when they place your body in the earth, in the mountains, and the ground, whether you saw people, brother, people at sea, we've seen them burn bodies and put them out there in the sea. Whether you died in the sea, whether you died in the river, he's saying there's going to be what? Many of them that sleep in the dust yeah. of the earth shall awake. All right. So now, this state of being awake, meaning that, you know, when you wake up, you don't usually go back to sleep. Once you awake, you go about your day, right? It's yes, a sir. changing. It's a changed situation, which was different than Lazarus. See, when Christ raised Lazarus from the dead, we know that he went what back to the grave. So yes, he Christ did. didn't have the power at that time over death and hell. He had to go to the cross and shed his blood first for Come sin. On, man. Then Come God on. would give him the victory to have the power to raise to to what the power of what resurrection. Only yes, Christ has the power to resurrect the dead. Oh, my God. I hope y'all got Come that. On, That's some powerful stuff. That's Put some powerful line. stuff. Amen. Now, watch this. Daniel 12 and 2. And many of them, that means the whole, all of mankind, that sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake. Now, watch this. There's always two sides, right? Amen. Yes. There's, there's yes, only two. There's no in the middle. There is no uh, what they call it. Per, what they call it, purgatory. No, no purgatory. There is no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amen. There is no in the middle. Either you are just, or you are unjust. That Come is on. it. He said, "Now watch what." Amen. You better know it. Now watch what they said. Some to everlasting life. You see that. So those that are going to wake up to everlasting life, we know it's going to be resurrected what? First. Yes, sir. Amen. Yes, Amen. Sir. See, see, Amen. Daniel's giving you an order here. Those that are justified, that believe in God, believe in Christ, amen, Come will on. be raised to everlasting life. Now, I want you to understand something. You have the chosen people of God, the children of Israel, those that follow God before Christ, amen. Then you have the church, the last 2,000 years of the Holy Spirit. You have the church. Yes, sir. Amen. Then on, what preacher. do you have? Then after the church is gone, then you have what's called the tribulational saints. Come on, preacher. Amen. Come on, preacher. Amen. Yes, sir. That's another seven years. So you have the Old Testament, Israel. You have the New Testament, the church, a saints. Then you have your tribulation of saints. Amen? Yes, sir. Amen. Now, and then then I'm sure you know how you millennial saints, because people are going to live a long time, but people will still what? They will still be subject to death, all except those that have been raised in everlasting life. That's the Old Testament saints and the church age saints. 
We will reign that 1,000 years. Amen. Come on, preacher. Yeah. We're going to reign that 1,000 years with Christ. We, we, now, we will never die. We have been raised to what? Everlasting life before the end of time. That's why I tell people everlasting life don't start when you die, when you raise raised. No. Everlasting life starts now. That seed has now. been planted in you now. But in order for Christ to give you a new body, you're going to do one of two things. You're going to die, and you're going to be resurrected with a new body, or at his appearing, he's going to give you a new body. So we know that some saints won't die. And I don't see how some people say there is no gathering together, which is called the rapture. We know the rapture is not in the Bible, but the gathering together that Paul spoke about is in the Bible. Okay, I don't see how people don't see that. Then I think what some people have a have a hang up is, oh well, we don't know. You don't know that that God's gonna come back before the tribulation. The saints gonna go through the tribulation. Lord have mercy. Uh-uh. Amen. Uh-uh. We'll come, we'll come back and deal with that in a minute. Yeah. Amen. If I got some time, if not, we'll come back oh, you got on it. Saturday you got or Sunday it, and get it. Amen. Now watch this. Watch this. Now we now we've established that there is a resurrection. Beyond the shadow of a doubt, we know that Christ now has the power to what it was prophesied by Daniel. Now, I'm going to show you something, and I just thought about this. I got to interject. There are two instances, really three, where there is a rapture or gathering together type scenario. The first right. one we ever saw was Enoch. Come on. We know that, that the Bible says, for God took him. Uh, uh, he, was, he was not here before God took him. I'm going to do a little series on that, not tonight. But there's all, it's, it's in Genesis, and it's also in Hebrew. See, most people, did you, did you know, brother, most people in the church didn't even know that over in the book of Hebrew it mentions him. And this is what yeah. a lot of people like to say. I've had ministers and people try to tell me, oh, well, brother, how you know he, he that, that don't mean that. That Enoch didn't die. Enoch, I had somebody tell me that. Enoch didn't die. Brother, I showed it to him over in the book of Hebrew. Let me see if I can find that real quick. I'm going to show and, and you know the person didn't have nothing to say. See, I tell people all the time, no boasting or bragging. All I do is show you the scripture. You won't ever say that that preacher said anything. You won't ever be able to say it. By faith, Hebrews 11 chapter, verse 5. Hebrews 11 chapter, verse 5. The original context of this, where it talks about God took it, was over in Genesis. I can't think of the chapter right now, but it's over in Genesis. But watch what it says in Hebrews 5, 11. By faith. By what? By faith. I want yes, you all sir. to know, you can't do nothing without what? Faith. <laughs> without faith. faith. You faith. can't do nothing without faith. Salvation is through faith. Not by works. By faith. Hey, Noah built the ark by faith. Moses led the children of Israel out of Egypt by faith. Lot took his wife and two children, his two daughters, out of Sodom and Gomorrah, out of the city, by what? Faith. Come All on. Three Come on. Or salvation scenarios which says one saves, always saves. See, but I said these folks just be out here talking. They're not ready for this word. You can do no, all that talking no. all you want. You can't contradict God's word. Man, I got so much stuff in this Bible, and this, so much stuff. I said, man, I said, there's some stuff I don't even show people. Because you want to know why, doctor? 
people not ready for this stuff. They're not no. ready for strong meat. These folks out here on the bottom talking about they they they're not ready for a lot of this stuff that I show them. That's why a lot of stuff I just keep to myself. I make sure with you because I know you and I will say. But this stuff I heard, I be I said, man, you know what? The Bible says, cast not what pearls. Don't you know pearls are precious? <laughs> Come on. Come on. That's why I don't Come cast pearls yes. Yes, to, to the swine. Why give something that's precious to, to something that's junk? The Bible says don't do it. I don't waste my time no more, brother. I let folks argue all they want. They ain't going to do no good. Noah, <laughs> when he built the ark, that's right. When Noah built the ark, don't y'all know that that was an example of one saved, always saved? When he Come delivered on. him in the ark, he didn't die in the flood. God didn't have to take Noah back through the flood again to get him re-saved or re-delivered. He delivered him <laughs> once Come on, in the ark through the ark. Same thing about um, Moses and the children of Israel. When he saved the children of Israel, how many times did he take them out? How many times did he take him out of Egypt? One time. How many one times time. did he take Noah? One time. How many times did he take Noah out of the flood? One time. How many times did one he take a lot of his family out of out of Sodom and Gomorrah? One time. God don't need to prove himself to nobody. God said, I'm only going to do this one time. How many times did Christ die on the cross for your sins? <laughs> Brother, not ready for this word. One time. No. God ain't got to prove nothing to you. If you don't believe the Bible says, if any be ignorant, let him be ignorant, what? Still. Another Still. Thing Paul was saying, if you're going to be ignorant, just stay ignorant. <laughs> just <laughs> yeah. stay ignorant is what Paul was saying. Do you know that Paul always said, brother, I will not have you to be what? Ignorant. He always ignorant. said, I have you not to be ignorant. No, what Paul wants you to know, do you know my desire and Elder Bazaar's desire is for you to know and to live and have salvation? That's our desire for you to have victory. We don't want you to lose. We want you to have victory. None of us is yeah. perfect. Nobody's saying anything about perfection. God only requires no, you to never. have what to be saved. Faith. Just Faith. believe. God made salvation so simple. He said, all you got to do is believe in my son. I'll take care of the rest. The Holy Spirit will work on delivering you and delivering you from your sin to, for, to a better walk. God's going to work on that. Come on. Come on. Amen. The Holy Spirit going to work there, but you still have to work out what? Your own salvation. Through what? The Holy Spirit. You have to let the Holy Spirit work. Amen. Lead and guide you. Amen, but you brother. must what? Follow the Holy Spirit. Amen. Come not on. Trying to get, not Come trying, on. Not, not, not trying to get off the side. I'm going to get back, but I'll have to show y'all certain things. Now, watch this. The first instance. That God called up Enoch was in Genesis. Hebrews 11 to 5 yes, says, sir. by faith, Enoch was what? Translated. Translated. Don't, don't you know that we're, we're about to be translated? Brother, folks don't want to talk about that stuff. We're about to be translated soon. That he should Amen. not see what? Death. Brother, I showed this one brother that. That's, that's frozen in his track. Brother. Enoch did not die. Okay? He tried to say Enoch died. Brother, Enoch didn't die. There's a scripture over Hebrew. He never knew this existed. I said, Brother, there it is right there. It said that he did not seek death. So what does that mean? He never saw death. Do you know that some of us, do y'all know that this is a type and shadow 
of what Paul talked about when he said, in summary, he said, when the dead Christ shall rise, we should not proceed them. He said, and those of us who are alive and remain shall be what? Called up. We will be called you know, up. a blessed time yeah. to live up, live in. We will get to be like who? Enoch. Enoch was is one of the one men that never died and saw death. Woo! Woo! That is powerful. Powerful. It's a possibility that the trumpets may sound any man, like the brother said, the trumpets may sound any man. Don't you know that we Amen. will never see death? Hopefully, believe Amen, that it might ha- if it happened this year, it might happen this year. We will, if you're still alive, we won't see that. Just we like won't see that. Our brother, you won't see that. It says right here. It says, translate that he should not what see death. Ain't that something? Mean that he never died on this earth. He never died. He was never buried. His, his flesh never rotted in the grave. He never died. And was not what found. Don't you know it's the same thing is going to happen to the saints? You're not going to be found. They're not going to find Ooh, you. They're going to go to and fro. They're going to run through the house looking in every room. Where, where's Brother Jackson? Where's Brother Bazaar? They're going to run through the back of the house and the storage to the alleyways to your car. They look for the call the job. Where are these folks at? Where are <laughs> they go? They've been translated. For before his translation, he had te- he had this testimony that he was pleased God. God. Do you know the saints that's going to be translated? Well done, my good and faithful servant. We have received Christ. We're preaching the gospel. We're living the life of God. We're doing the best that we can in this evil time, this evil world. You won't be here. Lord, have mercy. Jesus. Another person is who? Elijah. Elijah. Amen. Elijah was called up. Come on. Amen. Come on, preacher. Amen. And we know Elijah is going to come back with who? Amen. Moses. Moses, He's going to come back. (laughs) Now, Elijah, amen, amen, he's going to pass away because the Bible said, amen, he's going to be killed in the street. But God's going to what? He's going to wake them from the dead, a type of rapture, a type of gathering together. He's going to translate the body up to heaven, meaning that he's going to translate them out out of this form into a new form. Come on, preacher. Tell the truth. That's what happened to Enoch. Yeah, Amen. He was truth. translated. Amen. Now, some people say, well, why is that a type of resurrection? No, understand. To go through a resurrection, you must what first? You must die. Daniel stated that. He said, in many sleep in the dust, you must die. You must go through the process of death to be resurrected. Enoch was not resurrected. He was, that's why the scripture didn't say he was He was what? Translated. translated. Those of us who are alive and remain will be what? Translated. Woo, But those that are dead, according to Paul, over in, I think it's First Corinthians, the fourth chapter, they will be what? Resurrected. Resurrected. Because they were what? Dead. Amen? Trying to make Amen, this so simple for y'all. y'all get it. Hope y'all making notes and writing down scriptures and, and just really pouring your heart into it. Amen. 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 So I want you to understand to get that. Amen. Now, Go ahead, brother. Back to Daniel 12 and 2. And many of them that sleep in the dust of the earth shall wake some to everlasting life and some to shame. Now, shame. Notice that all the resurrection of the just 
must take first before God can resurrect the who? The unjust, the dead. Right. They will be resurrected when? Last. When last? Amen. At the end of time. Not the yeah. end of the tribulation. Amen. Not, not the end of Satan's 6,000-year reign. Amen. But at the end of the 1,000-year millennial reign. At the Come end on, of time. Preacher. There it is. There at it the is. end of time, they're going to be resurrected. There it is. They're going to be resurrected. Amen. Every bit of them. Amen. Amen. They're going to be resurrected. At the very end, this is who Paul's referring to. So you got to know when these resurrections are going to take place. I'm going to cover them. Let me see how much time I got left. I want to be respectful to the brother. I got a little time. Amen. We're going to deal with these resurrections. So we Come know that, that Daniel and Daniel 12 and 2, now I could be wrong. The brothers can correct me. But I believe, of course, what I already understood, this is the first part where the resurrection is mentioned or any type of resurrection is mentioned over Daniel 12 2 in the Old Testament. I could be wrong. Amen. Maybe some more earlier scriptures. But far as the Old Testament, far as I know, this is one of the first mentionings of the resurrection, Daniel 12 and 2. Now watch this. There may be some more. I'm sure there may be some more uh, throughout the other, like Isaiah and Jeremiah. But right now we're dealing with Daniel 12 and 2. This is talking about in general. The two that will be what? Resurrected. The just yeah. and the unjust. Now, Daniel doesn't break up what? He doesn't break up the resurrections because you want to know why? It was not revealed to him. He didn't know, he, he, you know, he knew Christ was coming. Amen? But it, certain yeah, things sir. wasn't revealed to him. It wasn't revealed to him, one, about what? The church. He didn't know about the yeah. church resurrection. Amen. Christ Amen. also had a resurrection. Amen. So that stuff Woo-hoo. was not revealed to who? It was revealed to Daniel. It was just revealed to Daniel that those that sleep in the dust shall what? One day be raised what? From the dead. The just and the unjust shall be resurrected. That was revealed to Daniel. If you notice, watch this. Watch this. That Daniel, he wanted to know. Go jump down to Daniel 12 and 5. It says, then I, Daniel, looked, and behold, there stood others two, the one on, the, on this side of the bank of the river and the other on that side of the bank of the river. And one said to the man clothed in linen, which was upon the waters of the river, how long shall it be to the end of these wonders? Come on, boy. See? Come on. And I heard the man clothed in linen, which was upon the waters of the river, when he held up his right hand and his left hand unto heaven, and swear by him that liveth forever, that it shall what? Be for a time, times, and a half. Lord, have And when he shall have accomplished to scatter the power of the holy people, all these things shall be what? Finished. He's referring to what? The end times, the resurrection, the last tribulation. It was shown to him just a little bit of what was revealed to who? John the Apostle, John the Revelator. Amen. Amen. Amen watch brother. this. It says, and, we, and when he shall have accomplished to scatter the power of the holy people, all these things shall be finished. Now, again, he did not see the church. This is where people have confusion. 
because people like to try to say, oh, well, you saying that there's a different covenant from, from the Jewish people, from the Israelites, from the church. I never said that. I just simply stated that there's a church age and there's the Old Testament. There, there's the people of God, the original people of God. We have been what? Engrafted into the faith. Yeah, come on, fix it. And when the age of the church is up, that means that there's no need to preach salvation, and 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 because why? We're, this is the age of grace is over with. The age of grace is done after two thousand years. Yeah. So what's coming next? The 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 children of God are going to finish that seven years. Come on, God preacher. Come and on. they're going to talk about what? The millennial the reign. The kingdom. Yeah, See, that's the what, that's what people are getting mixed up. That's what they miss, and they think, oh, well, you trying to say it's two different covenants. No one has said nothing about two different covenants. I don't know where folks getting all this stuff. They just be making up stuff, brother. They just be making up stuff. Are you saying you trying to say that, that God, well, 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 well how is that God going to punish the, 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 the people of God but not punish the church? Wait a minute. God gave Israel a chance to do what? Spread his gospel many times yeah. over and over and over and over. They failed to do so. So Christ said, you know what? I'm going to bring somebody else in. <laughs> Come I'm going to allow the Gentile to preach Come the gospel on. and spread the good news. And that's what we've been doing for the past 2,000 years. 2,000 years, brother. The Israelites didn't believe that Christ had come. That's the difference that y'all missing. That's why they have to go through the tribulation. And you come on, preacher. You got to understand. Amen. You got to understand. Some of them are going to be still. 144,000 can't be touched. And when God is through with them, he's going to bring them up. Amen. Come on. Yes, he He's is. going to bring yes, them. He Amen. He's going to bring yes, them up he once is. he's through with them. Amen. They're going to come to heaven. They can't come be on. touched. They can't be killed. Amen. So not all hey, of them are going to suffer. You got to understand. You got to understand. Well, who's going to suffer? Those that have rejected Christ are going to go through. Do you know that just because the people, the children, the chosen people of God, they were rejecting them then in the Old Testament. They rejected yes, them they now, were. still today. That's why they have to go through the great tribulation. I'm not rejecting God. I didn't reject the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ. Elder Bazaar didn't reject the death, burial. My family no, not rejected. No. His family not rejected. The people I that believe in God, believe in Christ, he died for our sins and raised it. We're not rejecting Christ. So why we got to go through it? We're we not going to go through it. <laughs> we ain't got to go through that. Amen. We don't have to go through it. You got to understand. No. We don't have to know the specific time. Well, well, when is it going? We don't know how to know the specific time. It is the one period of time that Paul talks about that's a mystery. And let me share this with you. A lot of people think that the mystery is the event itself. The mystery is not so much the event itself, but the fact of when and the event, meaning that a lot of people think that just because he said that there's going to be a trumpet blown, just because there's going to be people missing, well, here's the thing. Amen. Here's the thing. Amen. The mystery is simply this. Those that don't believe 
don't have access to the information, meaning that the Holy Spirit is not going to show it to the unjust, those that reject God. God's not going to show them uh, God's mystery. Paul said the mysterion was for who? Those that are in the church. That's what he was talking to the Corinthians. Yeah. It, was revealed, it was revealed to Paul. See, Paul was, was like he was before he got saved, before he got knocked off the horse. God would have never revealed this mystery to Paul. But because when he was knocked off the horse, he knew, see, there's some of us, God just needs to touch us one time. We know who God See, you know who God is. Y'all play. Come on. God will touch you one on. time. Amen. That's all it took, Paul. Paul was blinded. Amen. And Paul yes, now certain things were going to be revealed. How do you think all this stuff is revealed to me? Do Come you on. think about reject was to reject Christ being raised from the dead that God would reveal all these secrets and reveal all these things to me? No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That's why only so many of us know the scriptures because why? Many are called, few are chosen. And few are chosen. That's only why there's a select few is bringing you this word to teach you about the, 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 the tribulation that's coming. We don't have to know exactly when the tribulation is coming, but we know that we know that the church won't be here to go through the tribulation. Come on. Amen. Come on. So now Come let, on. Me, let me go back over here. Go ahead. Because you know, I've heard so many things that's just but I'm sorry I do this, but it just disturbs my spirit. Amen. Here's something I'm gonna get ready to give it over to you in a little bit. Here we go. Matthew the twenty-fourth chapter. I'm trying to make this brief. Matthew the twenty-fourth chapter. Okay. Now watch this, because so many people group these events together. They believe that Matthew the twenty-fourth chapter, verse twenty-nine through thirty-one, is the same event as Matthew the twenty-fourth chapter, verse thirty-six through forty-four. These uh-huh. are not the same events. They think I used to think that. I'll, I'll admit, years ago I used to think it was the same thing, but through the Holy Spirit and years of study and research, I said, "Oh, these are two events." And I've even shared with you all before that I used to think that the church was going to go through the through the tribulation, but thought through the Holy Spirit. Through reading, studying, prayer, researching, the church, according to what I've read and studied, will not be here. That's amen. Right. You say amen. Right. Amen. That know what to say. Amen. To they will not go through that. Amen. No. Now watch this. No. Matthew twenty four, twenty nine through thirty one. Watch what it says. Immediately after the what tribulation of those days. Shall the sun be darkened. Now, how do we know that this is in the tribulation? Over in the book of Job, it talks about this great tribulation. We know that the tribulation is seven years. It's split into half. I showed you what was revealed to Daniel over in Daniel 12, 5 and Daniel 12 and 6. What was the angel revealed to Daniel? The tribulation is split up into what? Two halves, the seven years, Two halves. first three and a half, second three and a half. The whole event is known as the tribulation. The second half is known as the great tribulation. Great tribulation. Why, you got it, boy. Why is it? You it down. 
Amen. The reason why it's known as the great tribulation is because it's all about judgment, punishments of the wicked. That's what people miss. That's why the just church won't be here. See, the Israelite chosen people of God, they reject Christ. So guess what they're considered? Wicked. Just because they're God's chosen people. Do you know that? Do you know that? If you go and read, I think it's 1 Corinthians, the 10th chapter, Paul talks about those that was taken, they were, because they were God's chosen people, God took them out of Egypt. He delivered them. But do you know that there were people that was punished and died in the wilderness and in the yeah. desert because they kept on complaining and they kept rejecting God? See, some people, you could take them out of the situation, but they, the mindset won't change. But because they kept rejecting God, they were punished. They were they died in the wilderness. I mean that they they still didn't believe that God was a, was their God. Y'all not here. Come on, Amen. Come on. I had to cut out just to say that. Amen. Now back to Matthew twenty four chapter verse twenty nine says immediately after the tribulation of those days. I need some water. Amen. Amen. Shall the sun be darkened? This portion of this scripture says. Uh, of those days, the sun shall the sun shall be darkened. That's referring. It's also in Revelation. It's referring to the latter part of the tribulation, the last three and a half yeah, years. Up, this is when Christ is getting right before Christ is ready to come back. It's going to be darkened. You know, the first time it's only partially darkened, the sun, the moon, and star, and then it's going to be totally darkened. And what's going to happen when it's totally dark? Watch what it said. And the moon shall not give her light, and the stars from heaven shall fall from heaven, and the powers of the heavens shall be shaken. This is Thank only you, the book sir. of Joel and also in the book of Revelation, the last thing happened years, right before Christ's return. How do we know it's right before Christ's return? I just gave you two references, the book of Joel, the book of Revelation, and also it says at the very beginning of the scripture, verse 9, immediately after the tribulation. That means at the end of the seven-year tribulation of those days, meaning the end time, Event, the last of the 6,000 years of Lucifer's reign. Get that, okay? This is a separate event. This ain't the same of what you think it is. And then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven. Woo! And then shall yeah. all the tribes of the earth mourn. So get this. The church is not here. The people that have been saved have received Christ. Most of them have been beheaded. The 144,000 is gone. Amen. There's probably only a few saints that's left on earth that survive to the end of the tribulation. Come on, preacher. The tribes of the earth, all these people have received what? The mark of the beast in the head and in the right hand. They are mourning because they have heard. That who have they heard? Who have they heard? They heard the two witnesses the last three and a half years. They Ooh, heard the 144,000 the first three and a half years. And they heard the saints if they live going into the tribulation, we've been preaching all this time. So they are mourning because why? They have heard about this Messiah. They have heard about this Christ, hair like wool, skin like the brass as if it burned the furnace, eyes like a flaming fire. He's going to come back with who? Come Enoch on, said he's going to come back with tens of thousands of saints. Brother, I got to tell you all this. But I'm not trying to take up too much time. I, I just got to Boy, man, back. I just can't believe some of the stuff that I'm hearing. I'm Look, like, really. how are these folks not breaking down the scriptures and understand what God's word is saying? Why would it say? 
Amen. And they said, and they shall see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. I don't think that I don't think there's no other way to say this. It is clouds. That's not figurative. They ain't just making that up. It is clouds. Actually, clouds in heaven. In fact. What did Moses and Elijah say? Ye men of Galilee, why do you stand there gazing up yeah. into the heavens, gazing up for this same Christ, for the same Savior that's going away into heaven to also return in the same like manner? I'm paraphrasing, but that's what they pretty much say. So this is what they're Go referring ahead. to, that he's going to come in. But, oh, my gosh, the first time he came in a manger, he came born of the Virgin Mary. He came yeah. to one same man's soul. But this time, He's coming to take his revenge and what? Judgments and punishment for 6,000 years of the great whore, this Babylonian system, this evil, wicked, satanic, luciferian system that has ruled over mankind and has such powerful grip for 6,000 years that no man can shake. No man has the power. That's why John wept in heaven in Revelation 5 when the angel said, John, weep not. He said, for one has been found. Amen. On, no man on. in the earth, on the earth, around the earth, Ooh, but one has been found. Wait. He's at the lamb that has been slain Ooh, for your sins. He has been found worthy to defeat this oh, great, oh. terrible dragon, Lucifer, and all his fallen angels and his demons and Nephilim that have fallen. Amen. But he's going to cast them down when he come back. He said, and they shall on, see man. the Son of you Man morning in the clouds. All oh, glory be to God, brother. Amen. In the clouds of heaven with power and great great glory. Do you even know what that phrase means? With power and great glory. Man, Christ is so powerful. Christ can speak and he can create something out of nothing. He can can speak and the oceans will part. He can can speak. The souls in the grave are going to get up out those graves. That's how powerful Christ is. Man, he has the power. He created the universe, the sun, the moon, the star, all that you see, you and me, he created. My God. And y'all want to play, play him short? This is a God of great power and power. glory. And when they talk about his glory, oh, man, you're talking about beautiful in them horses. Look like a man. He's going to have crowns on his head. He's going to have the, his, son, his name written on his thigh. My come God, you're going to be able to see him. He's going to, his work eyes work. like flame, hair like wool. My God, his garments going to be clean, brighter than snow. Oh, man, he's going to be decked out. And we're going to be with him. Watch what it you is. You're talking, man. You're talking. Oh, glory be to God, brother. And, work said, work and he work shall work. send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet. And they shall gather what? Together he's elect. From the four winds From one end of heaven To the other So now you say who is the elect So now watch You listen to the language The elect has always been taught Always been who God's chosen people Not the church God's chosen So you got God's chosen people Who he protected from the antichrist Because some of them going to still live I already told you the 144 won't be touched They'll probably be gone Amen. But there was some saints that's going to survive the great tribulation yeah. to the end. You're going to say, man, how if they survive? I want to know how if they survive. There's going to people, people going to get saved without receiving the mark of the beast. Come on, preacher. And God said, I'm going to gather them. 
from all four winds, from all over the earth. Yeah. He's going to gather them. Amen. 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 Now watch this. We're going to jump down. We're going to jump down. I'm going to come back and read 32 to 35 another time. I'm tired. Yeah. Let me hear you. Hey, man, I got work, work, brother, work, I'm sorry. You going? I'm just going to read a few verses, brother, and give it back to you. I know that much time passed, but I'm sorry. Yeah, verse right, 36. Y'all. Amen. Verse 36 said, But of that day and hour knoweth no man. Now watch this. How do you know this is 270? I ask myself the same question because I used to always think, and I already told y'all, I used to think that the church was going to go through the tribulation. I used to think that that, or that was one and the same event. I said, no, that's the same event. That's not two different events. You see, then the Holy Spirit began to talk to me and say, no, Tim, that's two different events. That's not the same thing. I said, what do you mean? The Spirit said, look at, verse, look at the first verse, verse 36. But of that day and hour knoweth no man. Well, it said that we wouldn't know the day or the hour. That's not referring to the very end of the tribulation because you want to know why. Irregardless of what day and hour he may come that we may not know, we still know that at the end of the seven-year period, if you are a saint, see, if we were the church, see, the reason why no man would know the day or the hour, amen, because the come church on. won't be there. See, we, we would know if the, we were there. We would know. But see, this is talking to the people who rejected Christ going Come into on, the tribulation. They don't know the day or the hour. But see, we now at this time do because while we are the church, we know that Christ is going to what? At the end of the seven-year period, we know Christ is going to come back. So that's <laughs> how we know that this is not talking about the very end of the tribulation because it said, but of that day, no man knows the day or the hour. But then if you go up to verse 29, it, is, it explicitly says immediately out of the tribulation of those days, these are two separate events. Come Amen. On, One tells you immediately after the seven years. So all you would have to do if we was, let's say the church hypothetically went through the tribulation. That means me and Elder Bazaar, if we was to go through the tribulation, we can say, man, wow, we thought we wasn't going to be here. But we're here. And let's say God bless us to mysteriously, somehow, mysteriously make it to the very end of the tribulation, which I doubt that we would because we can't keep our mouths shut. Bro, they probably get us. We probably the first to go, bro. Come on, preacher. Amen. But, but watch this. Let's say some mysteriously, we make it to the very end. All we got to do is calculate, say, hey, man, the Antichrist came on the scene on this day, September 2, so let's just say September 20th. 2023, all we got to do is calculate to uh, uh, September 20, 2030, and we know that what? We know that they yeah. know that what? Christ is going to return. Yeah. We know that immediately after the tribulation, that would be exactly seven years that we can expect the Christ to come at the end of September. But when we see the scriptures say in verse 36 that what? But of that day, no man knows the day of the hour. Amen. 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 But watch what it says. It says, watch this. It says, no, not the angels of heaven, but my Father only. So if they don't know, 
We couldn't possibly calculate enough. In other words, we couldn't even get even close to it. Amen? We can't calculate That's right. But it said, but as of the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ark. Now, I want you to notice something. Here is another reference, and I don't see how these people miss it. Some of these folks talking about they scholars and all this stuff that they reference. I don't think these folks are talking about scholars. I think they're just talking about some friends they talk to. Watch Amen. This. I'm going to say these two verses. I'm going to give it all to the brother. Verse 37 says, but as the days of Noah were. Think about the days of Noah. All right. the, the days of Noah were wicked. It was so thin that hardly any, only Noah and his family were saved, believed, believed in God. The rest of the world rejected God. Don't you know the world is getting like that now? The world is getting more wicked than like as we that. speak. Amen. Yeah. There you go, doctor. That's right. Yeah. It is like that. Billions, on the, billions of people on the planet now, I bet you it was billions of people on the planet then. Amen. Amen. They were eating, drinking, and marrying, and giving marriage until the day of Noah, until until the day that Noah entered the ark. Now, the reference that Christ made was that in these last days, for those days will be as it was before during the time of the flood. There was some. There was some that was. So let's just say it like this: the righteous. Escape what? Judgment. So guess what's going yeah. to happen at this time when, before Christ, when Christ come back to get the church? We're going to escape what? Judgment. Do you see that? Come Do you on. see the parallel? Do you see the type? Do you see that? How are people missing this? Oh, well, the church going to go through the church. Noah did not go through the flood. He went through the flood in the ark. He was protected. The church yes, is going to be protected. We're going to be yeah. gathered together because this is the great mystery that Paul talked about. At this point in time, there's no need for the church to be here. Amen? The church will be Come taken on. out of here. Or if you want to go with the theory that the church is going to be taken somewhere and protected, okay, if you want to go with that, I'm going to stick with my theory that Christ is going to come back and get the church and we won't be here. I'm going to go with the, what, what Paul said. And what the scripture says here, that we know that the righteous will escape what? Judgment. Some people say, well, well what does it say in the Bible that, uh, that, that, that the church is going to escape this, this great judgment? I just showed you the parallel right there. It's, it references that, that as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be then. So if Noah and his family, the righteous, escape, don't you think that the righteous now, the church is not, is not going to escape? That's just what I get out of that. You can you, you, you cook up your own, your own meal from that. I'm just telling what I get out of Amen. Now watch this. Amen. And it says that, verse 3 is the end, knew not until the flood came and took them all away. So also the coming of the Son of Man be. Yeah. Now, if you look at verse 39, the flood was a process of 40 days and 40 nights. The tribulation is a process of what? Seven years. Yeah. So the judgment was for 40 days. And 40. So what the judgment was, it wasn't for one day. It wasn't for two days. It wasn't for three days. 
the judgment was fulfilled. In other words, that the wicked, the unjust, will surely not escape. That flood was terrible. You're talking about raging water and, and fierceness. I'm talking about like no, no other storm, and no, not, yeah, not, no yeah. hurricane, nothing could match that. See, you think it was just a flood. It just 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 raining. No, that was fierceness of God. That was God's judgment on the wicked, ensuring that no wicked form, whether it be man, Nephilim, giant, monsters, creatures, nothing survived that flood. That was a come on, preacher. They're gonna be the same way than the tribulation. They're not gonna escape, and even at the end, they're not gonna escape because we know that all that have rejected Christ will die at the end of the tribulation. The only that will survive to go into the millennial reign is those very few, select few that accepted Christ and made it through the great tribulation. Because yes, like Noah and his family made it through the great tribulation. We know that the select few will make it through the tribulation. The saints are going to come back with God. I know some people say, well, it also says the saints in Revelation. Amen. I don't want to take up too much time. We'll come back and revisit that. I'm going to give it all to the brother. Go ahead, doctor. I apologize. Oh, That's man. I'm sorry. You, Go ahead, doctor. You, 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 you work with that, man. You work with that. Simplicity. Simplicity. Oh, simplicity. glory be to God. Amen. It, 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 it's made so simple. The thing was what we concerned about. All that you have heard from Brother Jackson is right. It's true. It's, 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 it's a living word of God. The thing what we want to do is convince you. Those that Amen. Convince you. This is, this is no joke. We're not telling no jokes. I don't have... I don't own a joke book. I don't own no kind of books that have no meaning uh, 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 to my life. The only thing that have meaning to my life is the Word of God. That's it. Amen. Nothing else, nothing else can excite me more than the Word of God. So we want to let you know, are you saved? Are you S-A-V-E-D? Saved. From what? Sin. Saved. From sin. Sin is what God hates. Sin is what God cannot tolerate in heaven. He's tolerating with it now. He's putting up with a lot of stuff that he don't have to put up with. But the only reason he's putting it up with is that he loves you. He loves you. He loves the world. He loves every soul that's made in his image and after his likeness. Every unregenerate soul. Every soul that deny him, every soul that curse him. He loves him. That's why he hasn't came. And since God is a God of Amen. order, he does everything in order. And the feast of trumpets, the Lord's feast are in order. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Last three are trumpets. Last three are in gatherings. Last on, three God. is judgment. Last three is recompense. Last three is the last tone that will be toned just before Christ comes. And he's warning you. He's wooing you. Come to him now. You need him. Those that listen now, you need him. I don't, you, you can go to any church. Go to any church. You're not going to hear this. Amen. You there sure ain't. Churches. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying we ain't. We, me and Brother Jackson ain't the only one teaching this. There's other, other preaching. But you ain't going to hear it 
like it's in the Word of God because we're talking to you face-to-face. I, same way right. I talk on, on, on telephone, I talk to you face-to-face. This is no joke. That's right. This is a generation. This is a generation in which Jesus Christ will come, will come, guarantee you. Amen. This generation is the last generation. It's a generation that after this generation, there's nothing else but the millennium reign. That's what we're getting ready to go into. But before we go into the millennium reign, there has to be a judgment, and God is going to reduce the population of the earth. And that's all the wicked will suffer and will regret. Number one, they will regret that they reject Jesus Christ. They're going to regret that they were born. They're going to regret that somebody didn't tell them of somebody told them and they didn't listen. They're going to regret every fiber, every nerve ending, every capillary, every artery, every nerve that you have in your body is going to feel the pain of sin, death, hell, and the grave. We don't want you to go. We want you to come to Christ. Amen. That's our, that's our main goal. That's Nothing right. would make me happy than to hear Ooh, somebody say, hey, I heard you, and I accepted Jesus Christ, just like that. I repented of oh, my that's, sin. That's right. I told God, I told God, I'm sorry, Lord. I'm sorry the way I behave myself. I'm sorry the way I, I use sex. I'm sorry the way I use I'm mm. sorry. I want to turn completely 180 degrees and believe mm. upon your dear son that right. died on Calvary and what Christ became, he became a drug addict. He became a whoremonger. He became a a, 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 a a lesbian. He was everything hanging on that cross because mm. he took our sin. And what we That's were, right. he became what we were. And he wants to forgive you right now. And Amen. Pastor Paul breaks the bread. Romans 10 and 9. Can't, you can't run over it. You can't burn it. You can't annihilate it. You mm. can't cook it. It's already written. He said, if thou confess with your mouth, huh? confess it. Confess it. You know, if you steal something, you get caught, and they take you to court, and they say, what's your confession? They say, and you say, I confess. I took that from the store. And guess what? When you confess it, guess what? It sets you free. When you confess Christ, and tell Christ, Lord, I'm a low-down, cutthroat sinner. And the worst name in the English language, the worst name that you could be called is not nigger. Mm. It's not hunky. Mm. The worst name is a to be a sinner is the worst name you can be called. Mm. Because a sinner right. don't know God. You don't That's know right. God. And if you don't know God, you can't live with God. The only way you can know God is through Jesus Christ. You can't know him through Farrakhan. You can't know him through Islam. You mm. can't know him through the Baptist. You can't know him through the Presbyterian. You can't know him through no other religion. That's right. And Jesus said, if you confess me with your mouth and believe with your heart that God raised Jesus Christ from the dead, he said, man, you can be saved. That's it. S-A-B-E-D. You're on your way to glory land. And you're going to have problems. When you receive Christ, you ain't going to be allowed no flower bed to leave. 
The devil gonna be beating on you. Right. Tell you, oh, you ain't saved. You 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 got to shout. You got to run across the floor. You got to roll all over the floor. You got to do this. You got to no. Mm. Leave that stuff alone and say, look, I'm just a sinner whether I do it or not. You're born right. in sin. You're shaped in iniquity. Ain't no such thing as no good sinner. Ain't such thing as no bad sinner. You just a sinner. You don't know who Jesus Christ is. He's God Almighty in the flesh, and he wants to live inside of your spirit forever, never to have to be born over and over again. You can't beat a deal like that. And that's a deal on top of a deal. Christ gave his life to save your life. Why don't you come to him tonight? Confess with your mouth. Lord, I'm a sinner. Lord, I need you right now. Lord, I know I'm wrong. I know I've been doing some undercover things. I know I've been sneaking in the peeking and and, 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 and slipping in the sliding and the peeping in the hiding. And I know I ain't right. And I want to I want to get right because when the rapture occurs, it's gonna be so fast that flash gonna have a heart attack. Oh, y'all only hear mm. me. Flash gonna have a heart attack when the rapture occurs. It's gonna be so fast that the clothes on your back will be still be standing after the translation. Your body gonna be changing a moment or twinkling of an eye, and we're gonna be in the Lord with the Lord in a split second. Come on, go with us. As you bow your heads, hold up your hands, whoever you are, and you can say right now, Lord. I'm sorry for being a sinner. Lord, I'm sorry for my sins. Lord, I confess with my mouth, and I believe in my heart that God raised Jesus Christ from the dead for salvation comes to your heart through the Holy Spirit by the shed blood of Jesus Christ. The Bible right. said if you believe that, accept that, you can be saved. If you want to Amen. get baptized, you can get anybody to know anything about Christ, Christianity, and have an experience of Christ. You can get baptized. If you don't get baptized and the rapture occurred tomorrow or tonight, you still will go to heaven. Oh, my God. You talking about a drive-by shooting? Shoot. Salvation is quicker than a drive-by shooting. God Amen. You right. Turn you around and put you on a solid ground, and you can tell the world. You can tell your mama, your daddy, your best friend, your boyfriend. You can tell all your friends, man, I got saved last night. And they'll tell you this, man, you crazy. That's right. You are crazy. Right. You're crazy for Christ because hell is too hot to go crazy over. It ain't going to be Come no on, crazy God. place. It ain't going to be no crazy, but we love you out there. This is Elder G. Bazaar and Brother Timothy Jackson. We'll be on Saturday Amen. night, Saturday evening at Amen. 7 o'clock. Come on back on. We got ooh, we got about maybe 15 more sessions. September will be popping in here. And, buddy, it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to get hot. It's going to get things going to be fulfilling. And all of a sudden, it's going to be a disappearance. A lot of people say, oh, you crazy. That's all right. God loves you. I love you. And most of all, we all love you. Jesus Amen. Christ is the answer to your soul salvation. That's right. Brother, want to close? You've got two minutes. Amen. Amen. The plan of salvation is what? 
It is going to be Romans 10, 9, and 10. All you have to do is simplify. Simplify. Amen. Hey, confess Amen, with your bro. mouth and believe in your heart. The Bible yeah. says thou shalt be saved. How much yeah. simple can it get than that? You can do whatever you want, but just receive God. Woo-hoo. Receive him tonight in your bed. Amen. In your car, however, yeah. whatever. But just yeah. receive him so that you can miss these things to come. Look at the wars and rumors of wars that we're looking at. Look at all the things that's going on in the world. Fires over here, wars over here. Rumors Ooh, of wars killings over here. And killings, yeah. killings and murders all day, every day. Amen. Every day. We just want you to Dying. become saved. That's it. Dying. Ooh, yeah, that's right, brother. That's right. Every single day. Over 100 plus thousand people every day. In two weeks, that's a million people going off this earth. That's a lot of people. Two weeks, a million people gone, dead. Lord, how much? 